This is Quiz Bowl Cast, episode 32C, Ask 2, round 3, between Orange Lazarus and Dubious Awards. Alright, so this is toss-up one. Montana Tucker won a MySpace contest to appear in this movie, and Offspring Entertainment uh, Films will apparently be following up with uh, a sequel to this, shot in 3D. Its moderately successful soundtrack contained remixes of Can't Help But Wait and Girl You Know, while Wikipedia tells me that Rage Against the Machine's Killing in the Name is prominently featured in the film's finale. Oh yeah, the plot involves overacting Will Kemp playing Blake Collins, the director of the Maryland School of Arts, an institution that recently accepted former 410 members and lover of Tyler, Andy, uh, with an inspiring tagline, it's not where you're from, it's where you're at, for 10 points out by this 2008 sequel, easily confused with Stomp the Yard or How She Move. Stepping up to the streets. No. Damn. It's time to step up to the streets. Oh. He said step Shiza, it up. no, god damn it. Sorry. That is just a thing, a conversation previously, and that was no reaction as well. Doesn't too. The British version of this album featured a review by Tony Palmer on the back cover, while the American version compared characters from an earlier album to Beowulf's Battle with Grendel. This album included an instrumental re-release of a song performed on the Our World program, while other tracks include ones that mention it doesn't really matter what chords I play since it's only a northern song. Its reverse side features tracks by George Martin, including Sea of Monsters and Pepperland Laid Waste. This album's title track has a spoken word section that proclaims Action Station, Action Station, and Heaven Heaven, but better known lines talk about living a life of ease and were sung by the drummer. For 10 points, I don't know this album accompanying a Beatles film about people all living on the titular boat. Yeah, what's up, Marie? Yeah. Uh, it has a really sequel. Uh, it has really, really sure tracks and it is their, like, okay. third soundtrack album. Um, it probably has the distinction of being the, uh, actually, you're on bonus one. Identify the following about some clone-like things from Superman universe for 10 points each. In more recent continuities, this character, young character was cloned by Lex Luthor. He often Superboy. goes by the name Connor Kent and is identified as Clark Kent's cousin. Superboy. Superboy. Power Girl is one of the characters who originated on this parallel planet where all sorts of characters have alternative histories. It was destroyed for a bit in Crisis in the 80s. It's like yeah, while in some incarnations Bizarro is a clone of Superman, in other stories he is created thanks to this character, who is usually defeated by having him say his name backwards. Oh, it's um, the, Mr. Mixes Pitalik. Yeah, Mr. Mixes Pitalik. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Superman. Uh, that's 30. That's insane. Wow, that's good. Uh, three. This player played the part of the typical American boy in a 1933 promotional video released by the National League, named for the 1936 minor league player, uh, named the 1996, uh, 1936 minor league player of the year by Sporting News, this pitcher tied Carl Hubble's record of striking out six all-star game batter, batters in 1943. Nicknamed the Dutch Master, he was honored by a resolution passed by a special session of the Ohio Senate calling him the newly crowned king of the baseball world. He got uh, Leo Durasher to pop out after walking the bases loaded in the Ninth inning to give him a victory over Max Butcher, uh, which occurred four days after he no-hit the Boston Bees. For 10 points, name this Cincinnati Reds pitcher, who in 1938 became the only player in baseball history to pitch two consecutive no- Johnny Vandermeer. Yeah. Hey, you're from Pittsburgh. And how did that happen? <laughs> it was basically, there was nothing good until last uh, it probably has the distinction of being the first monster movie sequel in film history for 10 points each. Identify this sequel where an albino, ki- albino kid named Kiko perishes in an earthquake that sinks his island but does not kill Robert Armstrong's character, Carl Denham. Uh, 
Oh no, Son of Kong. Son of Kong. Yeah, this Canadian actress who played Anne Darrow in the original film is nowhere to be found in Son of Kong. She also starred in monster films like The Vampire Bat and horror films like Doctor X. I can guess a Canadian last name. Uh, it's Fay Ray. Oh, it was? Yeah. Uh, Denim and company get to Skull Island by once again using this boat captained by Captain Englehorn. That wasn't... What was it? I don't like it. Was like, no, it was like the Comrade. The Answer. Comrade. It's the Venture. Ten points there. No, the Venture. I didn't know Fay Ray was Canadian. Well, no, 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 I think... Oh, that's the actor. Yes. Yeah, I, oh. I wasn't sure if there was uh, a during development, it was known as Project Kansas and was primarily pushed by marketing executives Sergio Zyman and Brian Dyson. In the book Blink by Malcolm Gladwell, the company behind it was criticized for the small-scale nature of tests done for this product. Both Bill Cosby and Max Headroom were spokesmen for this product. The latter... Joe. No. Oh, well. That was um, a little premature. Yeah, uh, the latter of whom was part of the Catch the Wave campaign promoting it. In response to criticism, the acidity in this beverage was decreased, while from the start, its less sweet flavor was touted as an advantage over its main competitor. For 10 points, name this unpopular flavor change to a classic soft drink introduced in 1985. New Coke? Yeah. 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 Okay. I was waiting. Sorry, Jason. No, that's what I was thinking, but I was, I was working through it. <laughs> Uh, Staying Mary is for chumps. Answer some questions about these celebrities who have had their fair share of multiple spouses for 10 points each. Kid Rock may have divorced her for uh, her kidnapping scene in Borat, and she'd Larry later marry and quickly separate from Rick Solomon of Paris Hilton sex tape fame. Yeah, uh, the only husband who Elizabeth Taylor didn't divorce was this producer who lent his name to an AO widescreen process into a version of Around the World in 80 Days. He died in 1958, leading Taylor a widow. It's Mike's Todd. Uh, before the whole K-Fed thing and mental breakdown, Britney Spears was married to this dude, also a native of Kentwood, Louisiana, for some 55 hours. Oh, yeah, what's his oh, name? Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. 20. Shame. 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 Indeed. <laughs> One character in this work can be seen shoveling snow outside of his house while wearing a red Elmer Fudd-style hat. Among the actions performed by the title character in this work, including mom's white dress as a rag and messing up dad's shoes, the title character is accompanied by 26 small helpers who each fit within the headgear of their alphabetical predecessor. The main trouble involves a snowscape created from... The cat in the hat, too? No. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm... Uh, pink frosting by the title character who left behind a big pink ring and enjoys eating cake in the tub. It lacks things one and two, but does bring back Sally and her brother for ten points ended by the sequel to a popular Dr. Seuss book about a feline making a mess. Cat in the Hat returns? It's the Cat in the Hat comes back. Yeah. 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 You, you were in the right place. Yeah, you said the right thing. It's just that no, yeah, it's, it's not Cat in the Hat. Too. It's the Six. The eventual loser began a surge in the fifth round of this bout, leading to the victor to try an unsuccessful rope-a-dope technique that he had found success with against a different fighter before. Leading up to this bout, one of the participants beat up a rubber gorilla symbolizing his opponent. Eddie Futch almost stopped it after one of the participants' mouth guards came out and did indeed stop it before round 15 after a beating taken by his nearly blind fighter. Taking place in the exceedingly hot... Uh, throwing Manila? Yeah. It's like it's just gonna be like the 
Identify the following about a recent film remake for 10 points each. This horror movie's biggest claim to fame is being the highest grossing film to open on a Tuesday, something it did because Tuesday was 6606. It plot, its plot involves switching Catherine's stillborn baby with one of pure evil. Robert made uh, Robert the male lead in The Omen was played by uh, this esteemed actor in the 1976 original. Other memorable roles include playing Philip Green in Gentleman's Agreement and Frank Savage in 12 O'Clock High. Oh, heck. Yeah, uh, the remake cast Catherine as this actress, whose better roles include playing Treadstone agent Nikki Parsons in the Bourne film. Oh, I know. I can see yeah, her face. I have no idea who she is. Or Answer. Julia Stiles, 20 points. Oh, did she come up already? Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> we missed her again. Uh, Tulsa 7. Stomp Tokyo Video Reviews describes how a new character in this film, played by Sal Mineo, is killed by a sudden outburst of stock footage after crash landing. Eric Braden's character, Dr. Otto Haslian, forces one character in this film to take truth serum, while non-evil scientists in this film include Otto and Lewis. Largely because of the missile that destroyed the world in the previous adventure, this film involves three astronauts time-traveling back to the 20th century United States. Return to the Planet of the Apes? No. Uh, William Windom, who plays the president, eventually orders that the soon-to-be-born Milo should be killed and Zero should be sterilized in order to protect the future of humanity. But Senor Armando protects the child. Coming in between the Beneath and Conquest series as sequels, for 10 points, I didn't buy this sequel about getting away from a world full of primates. Escape from the planet of the apes? Yeah. Identify some stuff about authors who are so bored of cranking out the same crap over and over again that they now hire or collaborate with crappier writers to make life easier for them for 10 points each. Tom Clancy lends his name to, but does not actually write these spin-offs, which usually feature Paul Hood and General Rogers. The series title comes from the informal name for the National Crisis Management Center. Op Center. Uh, this author apparently outlines the plot of his Women's Murder Club series and then has other authors like Maxine Pietro fill in the details. He's also written books that, on his own that star Alex Cross. This is James Patterson. Stephen oh. King teamed up with Stuart Onan to publish this book about the Red Sox World Series win in 2004, partially compiled from the stands of Red Sox games. Answer. It's called Faithful. What's your points? Uh, me. Korn's Blind leads off the first disc of the two-disc album of the same, while other bands to appear on that album include Godsmack with Keep Away and Everclear with Santa Monica. Uh, or, yeah, back, Beck was scheduled to appear at the event of this name, while Limp Bizkit's performance of Break Stuff may have led to a tipping point. Peace Candles distributed for the Red Hot Chili Peppers set were instead used to start bonfires during Under the Bridge. Eventually... Live 8? No. No, 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 no. It's just... It's not uh, eventually resulting in an audio tower catching fire. Enclosed in 12-foot fences in Rome, New York, and known for its riots, for 10 points, I identify this failed 30th anniversary tribute to a legendary upstate New York music festival of the 1960s. <coughs> Prompt. No, it's Woodstock 1999. Yeah, but fires didn't start up the pilot for this show featured What a Wonderful World as its theme song, while its final episode involved both a police shootout and one of its characters successfully returning from space. Uh, Judy Ann Elder took over the role of the wife of 
uh, on this show in its final season, and early recurring characters included Penny Picer. One episode involved Captain Savage cheating at golf, and Brighton McClure left the show after the introduction of 3J. Myra and Maxine were perpetual love interests of uh, on this spinoff, which proved to e- be even more successful than Perfect Strangers, the show in which Joe Marie Payton's character Harriet originally appeared on. Also starring Estelle, Rachel, and Eddie for 10 points, I didn't for this show about the Winslow family and their... Family Matters. Yeah. That's what it's called. 3J. I had it up front. Bonus. Supposedly, the new animation brass at Disney has decided to stop releasing those ubiquitous direct video sequels of animated classics, honor their death by answering some questions about them for 10 points each. Mark Mosley replaced Eddie Murphy in this sequel that redoes the song A Girl Worth Fighting For from the first movie. Yeah, the plot of this movie centers around a rivalry between Max and the Gamma Moo Moo fraternity, the current reigning X Games champion. It's an extremely goofy movie, is the name of it. Uh, and this semi-sequel based on Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Jerry Stiller voices the new character of Uncle Max, and Whoopi Goldberg reprises his, her role as uh, Shenzi. Lion King, one and a half. Yeah, 20. Wait, it's based on Rosencrantz? Yeah, because the first one's based on King Hamlet. So. And I was like, Revenge of the Nerds uh, Tons of 10. One of the characters in this, uh, one of the characters in it went through reparative therapy before it started, resulting in him no longer being gay like in the creator's earlier strip. And other, other, uh, and other gay-related themes in this comic, its creator appeared in it last November and outed Garfield, while the title character recently identified as an extremely southerly, pot-bellied, polygamy-picking, flatulent uh, fathead when filling out the Democratic Party voter registration ballot. Characters reappearing from its creator's previous strip include a former Tibetan eunuch, Michael uh, Binkley, and other characters characters include Lola Granola and Pickles. Buzz, the, buzz. Oh, sorry. Like opus. Yeah. Is your buzz not working? Oh, shit. That was a questionable one. Still? All right, so bonus. Stuff about Patrick Ewing, version 2, for 10 points each. A legacy transfer student at Georgetown, Patrick Ewing Jr. is coached by this man. This guy also happens to be the son of Patrick Ewing Sr.'s coach. John Thompson. Yeah. Uh, if you watched this year's slam dunk contest during the Final Four, you would have seen this Arkansas guard slash forward perform an under his leg dunk to beat Patrick Ewing Jr. in the final. Sonny Weems. Before Ewing Jr., the last person to wear his 33 jersey at Georgetown was this player who won back to back NBA Defensive Player of the Year awards in 1999 and 2000. Mutombo? Alonzo Mourning Jr. Uh, so those 10 points on the bonus. All right, so at the half, it's 125 for Charter, 35 for UVA. I'm going to go get the new buzzer system. I'm sorry that this isn't working. That's all right. All right. All right, so we're on toss-up 11. Toss-up. Weekend programming on this network includes Public Lives, a series that has featured episodes on James Smithson, Albert Einstein, and Chuck Hagel, among others. Other weekend programming includes the interview series Afterwards, as well as In-Depth, which takes a three-hour look at one particular... Is this C-SPAN 2? Yeah. Uh, no. I, knew, I knew it had to be something with a 2 in it. Way to go, Henry. <laughs> I just guessed that. Sounds like the kind of dull programming. She's really entertaining unless they have Congress on it, and then like somebody saying something really stupid. Uh, name some of these lame characters who were added to the TV shows to spice things up for ten points each. You may recall the Simpsons 138th episode Spectacular's Osmadier being a parody of this Flintstones character, a small green alien that only Fred and Barney and their kids are able to see. Or wait, wait, or is it Guzzu? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's Guzzu. I think. Guzzu, I think. Guzzu. Prompt. The Great. Yeah. <laughs> the Great Guzzu. 
Uh, well, the character didn't change, but Leslie Gorenson, who played Peggy Connor in this show, did sort of leave the show and was sometimes replaced by actress Sarah Chalk. What? I didn't even know this was yeah. she's on Scrubs now. Yes. What was the character? Something. Say Roseanne. Sarah Connor Chronicles. It's Roseanne. Oh. Uh, cousin Oliver, who now lends his name to a syndrome of adding a cute kid to a show's cast to boost the ratings, was added uh, in the fifth season of this sitcom to counterbalance the aging cast. It's the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. Yeah. 20. I knew that Roseanne knew that somebody had played two, uh, two people had played Toss up 12. He began a band uh, he began with a band named the Red Caps which Nick renamed themselves the Prophets and released an album that uh, about being at Domino's. He later teamed up with Nick Pantis and David Feinstein for a band that re- uh, released Carolina County Ball the Garga- and the Gargantuan, which was, which changed the name from the Electric Elves to Elf in the late 1960s. With his most famous band, he recorded songs like one that asked, can't you see the writing on the wall and ends by repeating Die Young a bunch of times. This artist also served as a lead singer on the album Long Live Rock and Roll for Rainbow and recorded songs like Walk Away and Lady Evil. His namesake band has released albums like Lock Up the Wolves and Dream Evil but are probably best known for 1983's Holy Diver with Dear. yeah Uh, winning the 1997 MVP award, this longtime Mariners right fielder has since moved to Cincinnati for 10 points each. Name this son of a longtime Cincinnati outfielder. Um, what was it? Griffey Jr. Uh, the SNES game Ken Griffey's Jr. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr.'s winning run was based on a hit made by this teammate of Griffey to advance the team to the ALCS for the Yan- past the Yankees in 1995. In that same season, this player became the only DH ever to win a league batting title. Oh, God. I know. He retired like three years ago. What's his name? Uh, Frank. Answer. Frank Edgar Martinez. During the 1995 season, this Mariners closer was a key part of the Refuse to Lose team. He's currently the bullpen coach for the Mariners and was also a member of the Nasty Boys pitching corps for the 1990 Reds. Uh, uh, this is Norm Charlton. Zero points. thirteen. He had an uncredited role as a casino player in Diamonds Are Forever, and his last role before he died was as a sideman in 1999's The Kid Who Loved Christmas. In his first film role at the age of seven, he starred as Commander-in-Chief and Rufus Jones for President, while he provided the title track for the 1965 James Bond knockoff, A uh, License to Kill. As a recording artist, he had an unexpected hit with a 1972 cover of Candyman. Along with bookie Jimmy the Greek Snyder, his character Morris Fenderbaum and Jamie Blake disguised themselves as Catholic priests as they race in their Ferrari and Cannonball, Cannonball Run. For 10 points, I don't know this African-American Jewish convert and member of the Rat, ra- uh, rat Pack, along with... Sammy Davis Jr. Let's answer some questions about some two-hits wonders for the state number of points. Before he had a mini-comeback guest-starring on It's 5 O'Clock Somewhere, Jimmy Buffett was essentially a two-hit wonder thanks to these two songs, both now names of restaurant chains he owns. Name them for five points each. If you count a hit by being on the Billboard Top 40, then this band had a second hit with 1980's Baby Talks Dirty, but chances are you uh, know them better for that My Sharona song. Answer? They're the knack. Although the band found mild success with the number 29 hit Crazy Love, this Allman Brothers band song about a man whose father was a gambler down in Georgia and who was born in the backseat of a Greyhound bus was by far their biggest hit. 
Answer? Ramblin' Man, 10 points. That was a 14. Name's the same. Uh, name's pronounced the same. The DOC's album by this name uh, was the second, was his second after a car accident and contained The Shit, a single featuring various NWA members. A Terrence McNally play by this name earned Leona Mullen a Tony nomination this year, and it also names certain buses on the Vegas Strip. A bag of pot by this name cost $20, and Kiss's song with this title is often used to open shows and mentions your man is working hard if he's worth of this. A running back with this first name ran with Carell Buckhalter and Brian Westbrook before ending his career in Pittsburgh. Also, buzz, buzz. Deuce. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> Name some of this craft from a Law & Order spinoff for 10 points each. You may have caught new episodes of this series on USA last fall. It stars Vincent de or uh, Onofrio as Detective Robert Gorin, a member of the Major Case Squad. This partner of Carolyn Burek serves as one of the detectives on the second uh, unit on Law & Order Criminal Intent. Earlier, he had exposed some dirty cops in Exile, a Law & Order movie. Answer? Detective John. It's Mike Logan. Uh, Vincent De on, uh, Onofrio has twice appeared on screen with this actor, once as his brother Dennis Grobowski, and once as Carl to his Peter Novak in The Cell. Oh, Vince Vaughn? 20. Changes introduced in this game included allowing the main character to jump higher at the player press A right, uh, well, right as he defeated an enemy. Other new additions included the introduction of wind and springs that would launch your character high above the screen for several seconds. Players who completed it without skipping any levels were invited to play World 9, while all victorious players had access to Super Mario Bros. 3. No. Uh, while all victorious players had access to worlds A through D, portions of the game were made harder because standing next to a pipe would no longer prevent the piranha plant from popping up. Also containing the infamous poison mushroom, for 10 points, I don't know about this really hard sequel not released in the United States until it was included in Mario All-Stars. Super Mario Bros. 2? It's the Lost Levels. Uh, no. It's Lost Levels or 2 Japan or something that... I was going to say, it's because Super Mario Bros. 2 and get an egg. No, it's Super Mario Bros. 2. No, it's not. It's Levels. If you were allowed to watch this game, you would have suffered through John Madden's first stint calling a Super Bowl. At one point, a sick Keena Turner forgot to go on field when he was called, and the uh, Chargers were denied entry into this game thanks to a 27-7 defeat during the Freezer Bowl. Two field goals in the fourth by Ray Wershing put the victor up 26-14, and that kicker had earlier performed a squib kick at the end of the first half that Archie Griffin... Super Bowl two? No. <sighs> Uh, in the first half that Archie Griffith uh, fumbled. The NFC team got to this game thanks to a really famous reception by Dwight Clark, and it marked the first Super Bowl victory for Joe Montana. For 10 points, I didn't know this game, which saw the Bengals fall to the 49ers in 1982. Super Bowl 30. 16. 82? Oh, I said 92. Uh, 2017. 
Uh, the Canadian version of this game includes a lunch space, and the yellow, blue, uh, green, blue, and red spaces in this game all permit the player to roll again. Variations to this game include a princess edition, and unlike its derivation, the board is longer than it is tall. The regular version of this game features video arcades and balloon stands, with fireworks and water shows being special spaces. Monopoly Identified the following relating to a certain video game sequel for 10 points each. This game's demo really helped the sales of Zone of the Enders. Players start the game in a tanker before the plot advances two years and you start learning stuff about uh, Colonel Roy Campbell. Oh yeah, did I mention the game starts with you playing a solid snake? Solid yeah. Rather than playing as Solid Snake for most of Metal Gear Solid 2, most fans were pissed off they had to play as this character. He was originally working for the Patriots and will be returning in Metal Gear Solid 4. Right in. Yeah. Uh, this female character, part of the philanthropy group in MGS2, invented Snake's codec and liked to quote Chinese proverbs all the time. Oh, it's May Thirty. Good job. eighteen. This actor entered the music world with an album containing tracks like Hannah and Kimberly Glide, 2004's The Futurist. In the 90s, he played John Royce on, in U.S. Marshals, and more recently, he played Dito in 2006, A Guide to Recognizing Your Saints. He sang Every Breath You Take in a duet with Sting for his Emmy-nominated stint oh, as... Buzz. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, is it not working? Huh. God. Uh, there You would actually buzz. It would have been a great buzz. Uh, Excuse me. Can you pull on the buzzer cord? I don't think mine's working either. Well, you're locked out. Oh, I'm locked out. Okay. Alright, but yeah, Robert Johnny Jr. was correct there. Uh, perhaps a majority of reality shows take their premise of uh, better shows and form crappier, trashier, lower-budget programs. Answer some questions about some such shows for the same number of points. For five points each, Fox infamously ripped off two of ABC's domestic reality programs, Super Nanny and, Super Nanny and Wife Swap, by developing these two domestic reality programs. One is now on CMT, and the other was parodied well before it aired by Chappelle's show. Answer? Uh, this History Channel show is essentially deadliest catch in a forest. You may have seen its commercials advertising one-handed Jay Browning and his logging company. Uh, Axemen. This dumb update of a classic 1960s series appeared on TBS for two seasons. Nicole Eggert starred in the actor role on this show, while Glenn Stearns won this Survivor-like show's first season. Answer? This is the real Gilgan's Island. Oh, yeah. 10 points. That's, oh, wow, that's awful. Uh, Tazo, 19. But it's tied at 150. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, can I test? What? Yeah. yeah. What? Quiet. Maybe it's just a wow. spot. Try it again. Okay. The knot has been unbelievably reliable. Yeah, that's what, that's what um, I mean, it's the only break like, it had was like, like one. Yeah, there's that. Uh, 
2019. It was the first television project for Larry Gelbert since 1980's failed United States series, as he left the original series after season four. Its opening theme displayed 1950s nostalgia images, including people crowding into a telephone booth, Howdy Doody, and people reading a newspaper with the headline Truce Signed. Barbara Townsend filled the role of a previously unseen Mildred, while other new characters included John Chappelle as Michael D'Angelo. Among the returning characters in this show were Rosalind Chow's character, who had earlier married a main character in the original series' final episode. The action took place at General general and its fallout episode dealt with a soldier suffering from leukemia from Ash? no uh, from atomic testing it was more successful than Walter a pilot about Walter O'Reilly that was never picked up for 10 points I don't know this spin-off which sees Sherman Potter Maxwell Klinger and Father uh, Malaki uh, transitioning from Korea to a veterans hospital after mash yeah <laughs> the after mash the after mash 80s TV Identify the following relating to some uh, of these recent sophomore albums for 10.th. This band has significantly changed their style with songs like Nine in the Afternoon for their second album, 2008's Pretty Odd. They also removed the exclamation point from uh, present on their debut album, A Fever You Can't Sweat Out. Although they're currently working on their third album, the most recent release by this British band, headed by Alex Turner, was 2007's Favorite Worst Nightmare. Yeah, their most recent album, Sound of Silver, has frontman James Murphy singing tracks like "Someone Great," "All My Friends," and "North American Scrum." This is LCD sound system. Twenty points. Bonus or toss up. One, uh, on the album it originally appeared on, it precedes a song where the singer Gotta Let It Burn. The actions described in this song are partially based on producer Jeremy Dupree's life, and the video opens with the singer receiving a phone call while writing a song in the recording booth. A remix featuring Twista, Kanye West, and Shine involves a collect call from the Franklin Correction Facility, and Shine ad- uh, admitting, this is the hottest remix I ever did. In the second verse of this song, the singer mentions how he's riding in my whip and preparing to tell her to her face. At another point in the song, the singer damn near cried when he got the phone call. Uh, around another girl that the singer got pregnant for 10 points I didn't buy this Usher song about revealing some more secret um confession part 2 say it again confessions part 2 yeah you said confession the first time I think so too yeah definitely said confession I mean did you say confession or confessions the first time I said confession that's hard to tell I think I said confession alright sorry I'm correct I would prompt it's whatever I mean, it, like, it's your first answer, unfortunately. Um, so... I'm sorry, guys. It's okay. Big deal. All right. Uh, so I gave away the answer. I'm going to read just Tulsa 21 to you guys that only you can buzz on. Uh, the GBA version of this game was the first in the series developed by Vicarious Visions, employing an isometric perspective and containing an exclusive level called Rooftops. The N64 port of this game, one of the last games released for the system, added the bike headquarters level, but left out music tracks like May 16th by Lagwagon. It introduced a create-a-character mode, and unlockable characters include an 80s version of the title character called McSqueeb. It marked the first appearance of Rodney Mullen and co- uh, concluded in a bullring in Mexico, which contained a full pipe, also containing levels like the Hangar, Love Park, and a second version of the school for 10 points. I didn't know the sequel to a skateboarding game which introduced manuals. Tony Hawk 2. Prompt. Um, Tony Hawk Underground 2. No, it's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Oh, yeah. Underground. I'm so sorry about that. It's dudes. Final score, Orange Lazarus 140, Dubious Awards 180.